You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Very serious. is the mandatory Samson podcast coming to you from stand-up New York labs in the heart of New York City Manhattan Joey how about yeah, that it's beautiful Pretty cool uh, we did not start the live stream today as you can tell because you're not watching this live nope. uh, we will however have highlight videos up on dailymotion.com that you can check out and that's gonna be really exciting uh, Particularly later, Joey's going to be reading a Fifty Shades of Grey excerpt, which you nice. might want to check out his boner while he's reading it. So that should be pretty good. Welcome, everybody, to a great show that I think we have going on today. Uh, I'm Chris Flannery, and I'm joined by Andrew Genelosi and Joseph Noe, uh, Joseph Anthony Noe III. Hey. Yes. Um, let's see. we got a little rundown here. I just want to say, please continue to listen and subscribe on SoundCloud, regardless of what's going on with the Daily Motion stuff. They're kind of two separate things. Yeah. Um... We're going to get into a couple of things. I have a Chesterfield cigarette uh, ad that we have to get awesome. to. Uh, we haven't hey. had that in a while, so that's nice. Um, at the end of the episode, we're going to get into a little conversation about Anderson Silva, Nick Diaz. They had a situation. They both tested positive for different substances after their fight. Oh. This was requested by Emily on Twitter. She, oh, it was a uh, lady. It was a lady, yeah, which is even better. So it's like we get to talk a little UFC, and it was a, a girl listener. Which I, I wonder really if she likes Misha Tate, because I do. Misha Cupcake Tate? Yes. Yeah, I love her. Who's a real animal who got her orbital bone broken and finished the fight and won? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, pretty cool. So anyway, so we're going to get to that in a little bit. And then we got a couple other things that we're going to get to, uh, particularly this... ISIS uh, burned a Jordanian pilot alive this week, which isn't, uh, yeah, not great. We have that video, but then I also want to get into a different conversation. We'll get into that. Uh, Real hot topic. Oh! No. Hey! hey. Uh, right off the bat, though, what I'd like to get into quickly, a little bit of a Super Bowl wrap-up. You two each owe me a dollar oh. for correctly calling yep. the New England Patriots uh, to win the game. They did. And uh, Andy wanted to bring to get into this. Thank you, Andy's paid up. Joey, let the record show that you have not paid me yet. Oh, a, a minute difference. Thank 10 you. Seconds. Okay, all right. So now you guys are you're square. Okay. Uh, Andy, you want? I feel like you're a little upset about the outcome of the game. For people that don't know, there was a lot of craziness happening at the end of the game. The Patriots ended up winning uh, on a kind of a fluke, I guess. Yeah. Ah, uh, <coughs> uh, excuse me. Yeah. So I was watching the game and. I don't want people to get it confused. Like I'm not, I'm not a Seahawks fan. I'm a Giants fan. Right. So uh, that is what it is. I lived in Massachusetts for like ten years. So my dad is—he's a diehard Giants fan, but he kind of likes the Patriots. Right. So that was the one saving grace. Well, I was like, oh, okay, well at least my dad's happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. But yeah, I was here at the club. I was working downstairs. We were having a Super Bowl party, and this young comic sits down at the bar and is like, hey the Seahawks have this one in the bag. They're going to win, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, stop talking right now. I was like, if you say one more word, like things are going to change. He jinxed and he it. was like, no, 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 they got it. And so as soon as that happened, they throw the pick. <laughs> I stared at him and he knew enough to not just walk away from the bar, but to leave the party altogether. Yeah. yeah. Kind of a crazy finish to the game. It's see the Patriots took the lead late. 
they gave the ball back to the Seahawks. The Seahawks are on the one or the two yard line. The one. Basically, the one. The they one. got it to the five. Marshawn Lynch plowed it four yards, basically carrying people to the one. As he want to do. Exactly. <laughs> he right. was on fire. That stadium was going crazy. And he lined back up being like, all right, I'm going to win the this. Super Bowl. Let's yeah. just end this. <laughs> yes. Everybody in the country believed that the Seahawks were about to win the Super Bowl. They should have. They, they was second down. They could have run the ball three times. Lynch is going to get in at some point. Yeah. And then maybe you give the Patriots the ball back with 15, 20 seconds or something like that. But it did not happen. There was a big pick in the end zone yep. and the Patriots uh, iced it. Yeah, they did. Um, it was a crazy game, and I, I remember like everybody was like, "Oh, they're gonna, they're not gonna let him score because that's what went back to bite him in the game against the Giants." Yeah, they let right. the Giants anyway. So yeah, everybody. It was. I mean, it was great defense by the Patriots and um, Bennett, who is the guy who made the pick. He said he read that play the second they set it up. He said he knew where that ball was going because they had practiced it in practice and he had gotten burned on a couple of them. So he was ready to go. He just jumped that route and snagged that ball and everybody in the stadium was shocked. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. I mean, great play on his part. It doesn't make sense that they didn't run the ball. Everybody thought they would. But No, it, it did that, and I've been listening to the fan here in New York City all week, and people are trying to rationalize it. There's no way. There's to. no rationalization. You no. run the ball. Obviously, you have the arguably the best running back the best in the running world. Back in the, yeah, in football. So you, you would run the ball there, but they didn't. And it's like I said, I had a weird feeling the Patriots could yeah. win, and that was a – as weird as it gets. A yeah. weird oh, absolutely. And that catch beforehand was amazing. Yeah, the Patriots, okay. right. The, the Seahawks shouldn't even have been in position, really. They, they made a miraculous, obviously people watch the game. So yeah. They, yeah. So they, they made know. a miraculous catch that got them downfield to begin with, which probably shouldn't even have happened. No. And uh, so there you go. Well, so. that was the biggest thing. It was like the wild catch, which also happened in the Giants Super Bowl where they lost. And you could see Brady had his, his head in his hands on the sidelines. I can't believe this is happening to us in Arizona again. Right. Yeah. There's that huge catch they're gonna score like he you could see it was all back in his head he was like i'm not you know who knows if i'll ever that's the that's the biggest thing is in those games the seattle was going for two in a row brady was going for four rings and the chance that either of these teams are going to be back in it next year is, let's be honest, very slim. Right. You of know? course. Yeah, so no, absolutely. It's, you never know. You, uh, so. Exactly. But I, it's, truth be told, I'm not mad that Brady got his fourth ring. No, I don't care. I mean, I, I like both teams, and I thought it was a good game. It was really fun to watch. It was a great Extremely entertaining. Game. So, you know, yeah, what are you going to do? You yeah. want to know who I'm happy for? Who? Revis. Yes. Yeah, good for Revis. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Revis Island. All right. All right. <laughs> you just took it a mile too far. Yeah. Uh, all right. So anyway, so that's a little Super Bowl wrap up. A nautical mile too far. <laughs> Before we get any further, we have to hear a word from our sponsors, Chesterfield Cigarettes. Yay. So let's get to that. New, new, new. All the time new. Why should everything be new? What's wrong with old? All I said was, would you like to try a brighter tasting menthol cigarette? But it is new, right? That's right. New Chesterfield menthols. So what was wrong with old Chesterfield menthols? Chesterfield never made a menthol cigarette till now. Ha-ha! Chesterfield now makes a brighter-tasting menthol cigarette. And you thought you were happy with the taste of your old cigarette. I thought I was happy with the taste of my old cigarette. Wow, very exciting. Chesterfield introducing menthol cigarettes. That is very nice. I like particularly how the guy in the ad just kind of repeated what the narrator was saying. Yes, yeah. but in a, in a question form. Like, he wasn't so sure. Right, he wasn't quite sure but, that that was what was just said a second ago. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but then he tried. 
that Chesterfield menthol and was transported into a world of minty pleasure. Of course, yeah. Yes. That one could only comprehend before having. That's it. right. A, a rich, full blend Chesterfield menthol. Try one today. Uh, so thank you, Chesterfield Cigarettes, for all your support. We really appreciate it. I mean, God, we have cameras now, and we're we're just blowing up. So it's really amazing. So thank you, Chesterfield, yeah, for all thank your you. support. Things are happening. Yes. Uh, all right. So this is an interesting story I came across this week, and I don't know if this is getting a lot of play, whatever. I haven't really been watching a lot of news. I- I'm still out of sorts because my computers are oh, all fucked God. up. Yeah. That whole thing is not yeah. fixed. It- it's a disaster. So I-, I don't know. I've just been out of sorts. So anyways, I found this story, and I'm sure people have heard about this. Mm-hmm. ISIS, the uh, Islamic State in Iraq, uh, has burned alive a Jordanian um, pilot they captured uh. a few years ago. And a little background on it. The guy, the pilot's name is Moath al-Kasesma. Okay, and he uh, is a Jordanian pilot. ISIS wanted to do a prisoner swap for, with this guy to Jordan okay. for this woman, and let me get her name, Sachida al-Rashawi, who is a, a female suicide bomber. Her and her husband went to do this, like, uh, suicide bombing in 2005. The husband pulled the trigger, mm-hmm. succeeded, obviously killed 60 people. She didn't pull Jesus. the trigger or whatever. They said it malfunctioned. Okay. So they caught her. So they were trying to work a prisoner swap. ISIS decided, ah, fuck it. They set this guy on fire. And now Jordan executed this woman the other day at dawn. So they're, everybody's dead in the situation. But um, there's a lot of interesting conversation about this situation because this is clearly the most barbaric thing that they've done and they put out this long 22 minute video which we're gonna watch it i think just to get an idea of it because it's Mm -hmm. part of the conversation part of the controversy obviously on top of burning a guy alive is that the only u.s news network to post the video is fox news now a lot of people are saying this contributes to isis's cause you're helping them and i have some quotes that we're going to get into after Mm -hmm. we watch the video I have some thoughts about it because, like I've said, I don't like censorship. I like to be able to get all the information possible. And maybe is this freedom of the press, freedom of speech? So we can get into that in a minute. Um, if you guys wanted to play along with this, you can find the video on Fox News. It The part that we're about to talk about starts at about 18 minutes and goes to about 19 minutes and a half. So we're going to play that video right now. We'll look at it, and then we'll get some reactions, and we'll talk about kind of the controversy surrounding the idea of even putting the video out. So this is the uh, video that Fox News posted that ISIS filmed, and uh, we'll talk about it in a second. And while we're not talking, I mean, obviously we're watching a video of a guy get burned alive, so there's not much to say about it. It's, you know, if, if you're at all interested, it's worth looking at, not for spectacle, but it's to get an idea of the barba- you know, the barbarism of these people. So now it goes into some bullshit, you know, message that they're doing. But it's, uh, you know, it's fucking weird. It's, it's like it, weird. That's a ridiculous way to say it. But I mean, obviously, it's a disturbing thing. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know what kind of mentality you have to have where you want to do that to somebody. And, you know, 
I, I don't know. Thought, thoughts on that real quick? It's sadistic and sick. I, I just got chills watching that. Yeah. Um, and it is, yeah, Joe. Yeah, that that's the thing. They've been coming out with these videos with all this, like, they, they shoot them like movies. Right, like, Joe just yeah. said off camera, he says excellent production value, and, like, he's kidding a little bit, but it's no, 100% right. Yeah. They yeah. have great cameras. They edit really well. It's it, it's interesting to watch from that perspective as well because sure. they're <laughs> very advanced in terms of their technology and being able to edit and things like that. So it's kind of a, it's a gripping on top. It's not like this grainy type of video. It's gripping because it looks like it's shot in Hollywood. It looks ridiculous. Yeah. It was, um, it was almost kind of, I mean, obviously, you know, it's a real video, but it was, it was kind of hard to, to grasp the, the, the brutalness of it. Uh, obviously the you reality can see of it because it looks like it could be on TV. Yeah. Because you've only ever seen some, but, but that was, I mean, that has to be, aside from being buried alive, that's probably the worst way to die, in my opinion. Yeah, no yeah. doubt about it. Well, and they like, do. They bear, They throw, like, dirt on top of them afterward, and that's it. They just leave the leave the body there. That, that Like, just what could be going through that guy's mind, and just the way they... The way it was lit, if you guys don't see the video, he's in a cage, basically, like a he's cell. In a cage, yeah, yeah, he's in a cage. Mm-hmm. And they light the ground like a trail of gas or whatever uh, accelerant they use, and it's in a circle around him with a cross, like in the middle, like two, like a, the Ghostbuster symbol, but two. Right. Well, it's and like it's uh, like, it's like it's, you would see in a cartoon where they light the fucking gunpowder yeah, yeah, and it goes and up a thing and then blows the guy up. So that oh my god. Right. It's extremely, extremely barbaric you know what do you say these these people are the worst people on earth i mean let's let's be honest about it they're they're absolutely terrible although i will say that boko haram has been they lit a bunch of people on fire this week in cameroon not a lot of coverage on that there's no video but but that's happening so people are have been getting set on fire in the middle east lately so that's terrific uh jordan the their response quickly was that they will, it'll be strong, earth-shaking, and decisive. The revenge will be as big as the calamity that has hit Jordan. So Good. Jordan's okay. promising a response. And also I was reading, like we've been talking about for a couple of weeks, that the important thing out of the Middle East, out of the Arab countries, out of the Muslim countries, is that they need to stand up against this stuff. And I read a lot of quotes from people, just average people, mm-hmm. in the Middle East saying this is despicable. They don't represent us. We need an Arab coalition to take these people out. And I couldn't agree more that's really what's needed yeah the u.s is not going to be able to go in we could maybe go in and actually take them out but we don't need to get involved yeah. right um maybe just it makes you things like that well, makes but, you want to but yeah but uh, um, but but it's uh, it's the part of rational actors in the middle east that sure. have to combat this because mm-hmm. a lot of people were saying um in the articles that i was reading this takes it too far this this actually made people go who might even be sympathetic to islamists and people that are yeah. extremists this is too far for even them you it's, know like yeah, yeah. It's, it's sad that like beheading is like ah that sucks but you know <laughs> right oh yes that's not but too we extreme, can't do yeah. anything about it but um we were talking about not and just i'm just gonna yeah, pose go a question to you we were talking about american sniper last week if you were a, a sniper there and like you saw this happening you take that shot and put that guy down before the fire gets to him right Oh, oh! I didn't know where you were going with that. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, pro- yeah, yeah, probably right. I mean, yeah. that's the more humane. The guy's gonna die, and You're then just start dropping as many of the ISIS people as you can and get the hell out. Of yeah. It. Yeah. Because yeah. this is the only thing you're gonna be able to do with these people. You're not gonna be able to fucking talk to them. Mm-hmm. You have to put these the top people at least out of their misery. You got to just kill them because. You're not going to rationalize with them. No, 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 no. You can't change somebody's mind when they're willing to set somebody on fire. Like, Jesus fucking 
Right. It's it's fucked up. Before we get into the Fox News, Joe, you got anything to say about that? Or? It's just I, I'm speechless. Is you know, it's unbelievable. N- not only that, but the fact that he has to live for how many other seconds, knowing he's caged, no place to go. Yeah. Right. No place to go. Oh, no that's... one's gonna come and save him. Nope. And he's gonna burn, be burned to ashes. Right. Yeah. No. It's despicable. Right. It's an absolutely horrific way to to go. Um. Let, let me see. Okay, so part again, so part of the controversy is we just watched that video on Fox News. And a lot of people on foxnews.com, you can easily find it. A lot of people are saying that this helps the terrorists. I have a couple of quotes real quick. First from ISIS. Well, let's read Fox's statement. They go, after careful consideration, we decided that giving readers of foxnews.com the option to see for themselves the barbarity of ISIS outweighed legitimate concerns about the graphic nature of the video. Online users can choose to view or not view this disturbing content. We can get to that in a second. ISIS tweeted, whoever is looking for the al Khan version, which is their Mm -hmm. network, their video network, here it is, and it cannot be deleted because it is on an American network. That's what ISIS had to say. Hmm. Now, I got quotes from two, like, terrorism experts. This guy, Michael uh, Malcolm Nance, who's an executive director of the Terror Asymmetrics Project on Strategy, Tactics, and Racial Ideology. Why don't you trim that down a little bit? (laughs) He says exactly what ISIS wants to propagate. The whole value of terror is using the media to spread terror. And this guy, Rick Nelson, a senior associate uh, in Homeland Security and Terrorism at the Center for Strategic and International Studies, says they're a terror organization. They seek to strike terror in the hearts and minds of people globally. And by perpetrating these videos and putting them out there to the Internet, it certainly expands the audience and potential effects. These groups need a platform, and this gives them a platform. Fox News is literally, literally working for Al-Qaeda and ISIS's media arm. They might as well start sending them royalty checks. Do you guys have any initial thoughts on that? Because I have uh, mixed feelings about it. Um, yeah, I, I guess I kind of do too. I understand. Um, I understand the idea of trying to show how barbaric and how fucked up that things are over there. And but at the same time, I understand what he's saying, where it's this is exactly what they want. They yeah, want you to show it. I so. mean, because the things that immediately come to mind for me are you go, what what is Fox News motives? We obviously understand that Fox is a right wing channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. OK, so you would assume that they are very in favor of attacking ISIS, going to war, possibly with ISIS. So part of the motive there is to stir that type of yeah. sentiment. You also know that that's going to get clicks. People are going to go check that out. Sure. The interesting thing is they didn't post any of the beheading videos or any of that stuff. So what hmm. is it about this? Is it the extreme nature of it that they... Because... I would have to believe that. It would have it to is. be. Because they either think this is just... Um, it's a thing that they're trying to do to stir the pot, or they're actually acting as a news organization. And they think it's extremely relevant because of the extreme nature of it that you need to see what the reality is there. You know, I'm going to actually go against what the guy tweeted about Fox News in this case being an armed for uh, uh-huh. ISIS. I believe that this is going to kick ISIS in the ass yeah. because it's just going to show how evil they really are. And, yeah, you could say, yeah, it is spreading terrorism. But the reaction from this, I feel, is going to uh, work against them. Oh, that's a very good point. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And like I said, I read a couple of articles where there were Muslim people in the Muslim world saying this is despicable this deviant yeah. behavior you know yeah. and this is I, I agree with you i think it is to an extent going to work against them yes. because you can believe all you want about 
the prophet and all this stuff. Yeah. At your heart, people are not this evil. They're not no. this extreme. No. You have to be doing this from a sick place, and this is something that we've been talking about. You you could be religious. You could be a sociopath. They might be both. They might be religious sociopath. You know what yeah, I mean? It's, yeah. yeah. It's you this extreme like... form of – so, yeah, I, I agree with you, Joe. I think it is going to probably backfire on them. I don't have a problem with Fox News putting the video up. I really don't. I'd like to see them put up all the videos. I'd like to see them mm-hmm. be, um, you know, just the not be biased in any sense. Just put up all, all, all the videos that yeah. you get. Yes, it does. It does spread possibly the concepts that ISIS is trying to put out. But I think it's important for rational people and people who have a conscience to see this stuff, particularly in the Muslim world where they can differentiate themselves from this type of nonsense. This is not representing them. So I, I think it's important for this type of stuff to come out regardless. You know, I'm not for mm-hmm. censorship. And we just went through the whole Charlie Hebdo thing. Yeah. Was it wrong to have video of that out? No, but that is spreading terrorism yeah. to the same extent, right? I mean, there was wall to wall coverage. Sure. So what is the difference there? Um, um, just because it's extreme, right? I, I guess. I mean, the the other thought I have about it is it's an it's a video produced by ISIS, so you're putting out a video that the terrorists uh it's essentially a commercial that ISIS made yeah you know that I mean? that's exactly so right. that maybe I understand from that perspective it's not like a U.S. news organization or whatever was over there shooting it shooting yeah. it or so that that's sort of the thing it's like would you play if Hitler were alive would you play his Nazi propaganda, like, oh, a speech, and he did this and that. Well, Would you play that on television? Well, I think uh, uh, I'm doing this because this is the only way I can hear out of two ears. Uh, um, uh, I think a, a <laughs> propaganda or a, a speech is a little bit different than setting somebody on fire. Well, but it's say, say it was a – and obviously we're talking completely hypothetically. Say it was sure. a, a video where they had something in the concentration camp where they show Jews getting killed, mm-hmm. whatever. No, they splice okay. it up with – Hitler says this. They have because at the end they have a hit list. They say that you know it's like a real. Wait, they put a hit list. Up? They have a hit list of people that they're saying we like to get this person killed as a reward oh. for it. Blah, blah blah. They're they're like pretty sophisticated with what they're doing. Who are they picking? Video wise, different pilots, different just different people that they have issues with. Well, in Syria I don't. Okay. Um, so was this uh, okay? Here's a question I want to ask because I don't know yeah, too yeah. much about this. Um, was this uh, the guy they burned alive? He was a Jordanian pilot. Yes. yes. Um, were they like looking for him specifically, or did they just happen to get? He him? crashed, yeah, and they no. got him. They oh, weren't looking it. for him specifically, but they have now put out warnings. Did they go? Oh, good luck to the pilots. Like, know that you, if you crash, this is what's going to happen to you. You know. Yes. So it's sort of a threat against people trying to come and attack them. Obviously, it's a deterrent factor sure, to try to put so, out there. Okay. And they're naming just random fighter pilots, fighter pilots, and things like yeah. that. I don't know if they have specific quote beef with these people, whatever. Right. But they they did name a couple of people at the end, and they were offering like a hundred dinars or some shit. See, so. see, here's my question. So then they do this video. Are they trying to use this as a recruitment video? Because that doesn't make any sense to me. Because now you just have like. Telling everybody, hey, look at this fucked up thing we just did. We lit this guy on fire. Now listen to us. Well, I think there's a duality to it. I think to an extent, yes, it's a recruitment video. Uh, but like you said, I think it is going to turn off p- possibly older people, yeah. uh, different generation or whatever. Sane people who are not interested in that type of thing, regardless of how they feel about the West or whatever. Yeah. The To the recruitment point, 
Look at what went on in Africa and what continues to go on in Africa. You have people that are literally eating, like they have children soldiers that are running around eating the hearts of the people that they're fighting mm, against. Yeah. When you have a generation of kids that grow up under extreme turmoil and this, and they're they're learning things in and coached and you know in yeah. these Islamic fundamentalist schools and things like that, and they grow up believing that that is the real ideology because they know nothing else. They look at this and they go, "Yes, like I'm getting on board with this because they don't see anything." wrong with it is my point they, right, they yeah. think yeah. that the more extreme you are the better it is and that just means you're a fervent believer and whatever mm -hmm. so i think it's more for younger and a younger mm -hmm. audience kids in the middle east who feel angry maybe their family got um, killed in a u.s led invasion whatever yeah. yeah this this might speak to them because they don't have through no fault of their own they have no moral compass yeah. they did, think that that's right did you see the other video they put out the uh, another video they put out that had really high production value and i think it was the first one that came out with really high production value that was like that people were like oh my god with like jihadi john movies. like the jihadi john cutting the heads off no 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 um where they had a child uh shoot two russian uh hostages you didn't see that i haven't seen that one yeah no. they do have, it's like hollywood shot yep. like this where hmm. it's like this kid in a ski mask he's long hair um what do they call him they call him cubs because oh, I they don't know. referred to each other as lions, I believe. Oh, okay. Oh, oh cute. So it's like the Boy Scouts for ISIS. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. And it's this little kid with like long hair. Cute kid, sure. Right. But he's in like the fatigues and a black shirt. And yeah, this gentleman in a ski mask, an obvious ISIS member, hands him a gun. And, you know, there's two people waiting to be executed and kill them both. See, huh. that's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You can do that with kids. Jesus said, you know, bring if you want to right, bring me the children, right? It's like, they're the ones, that's where change is going to happen. And hopefully... Oh, so that's where the priest got it. <laughs> the uh, Catholic priests were known for molesting young altar boys. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, but that's the thing, right? You, yeah. you, you, if you impact the youngest generation... That is the thing 20 years down the road, 30 years down the road. That's where change happens. Sure. So, you know, hopefully there's a young crop in the Middle East that is seeing this shit and is being turned off by it. Well, it just as a child, you have to be. Oh, here's some here's something I just thought of. OK, um, sure. Bing. I saw sure. the light bulb go yeah. off. Very <laughs> um, the way they shoot them like movies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe just just maybe to soften to still give the idea of the violence, but maybe to soften it to younger viewers. Like, this is kind of like a thing you see in a movie. Where yes. It's not that bad. So it's, soften might not be the right word, but, but I totally but you understand get, what you you're saying, what saying. Because it's it's coming to them in the visual language that they are very comfortable with. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They can see stuff on the internet. You verbalize that very well. They're watching it in HD. Yeah. It, uh, totally. And that's why you, you said it yourself. We watch and you go, it's hard to almost... To, to get... You're disassociated the, it, to it because exactly. you, it looks like shit that you would see on television or yeah. movie. But that guy, make no mistake, burned to death in that video. Yeah, yeah and, and make no mistake, those reactions were very real. I mean, you saw oh, yeah. how he was like holding... Uh, uh, it was disgusting. But. You know, and the other thing that's interesting about that point is yes. that you watch... Because when I watch it the first time, I go... Because you don't ever see somebody get burned to death. No, no, no It's strange. Not. So you don't... The only thing you ever see is like a monk self-immolate himself, mm, but they're, yeah. they're in their Zen position. They're exactly, not yeah. moving. You watch this guy, he kind of jumps around like he's on like, like ice he's like or whatever. Like he's trying to like yeah. avoid it, yeah. It's interesting because in a movie, if you saw something like that, you, it would be an overblown reaction. Exactly. Yeah. It was weird to see him 
almost not like lose his shit. Like he was basically just covering up his right. head, like he was getting punched. Like, but your that, brain yeah. would shut down. That's right. The thing. And, and so the, it's almost less reality to see the reality because when exactly. you watch a movie, it's so overblown and overdone. Exactly. And the the way that he got and they they zoom in at the end. I say at the end, probably a minute into it, he is charred black. Skin and, and blood uh, is, yeah, is r- just, melting off his face. Yeah, it's atrocious. And like you could see, clo- like you can see skin yeah. and stuff me- basically melting off this man. Like uh, that, I, uh, yeah. I can't even. Now, one reason why I could understand news outlets not showing this, besides of the, um, the graphicness of it, is the fact that there wouldn't be copycats of it. Well, that's always the argument about, uh, I mean, Right, that's, well, that's, that's always an argument, even argument, about, right, yeah. about uh, school shootings or whatever. Yeah. The, don't say the guy's yeah. name. Don't show the video. I think there's arguments to be made on both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think that's the biggest thing, and I think a lot of people understand that. Um, whether you want to, you know, w- whichever side you land on, I feel like a lot of people can also see the other side of it where, okay, it is you good. Yeah. You hope it is good to at least <laughs> make people are not aware good of it. Yeah, sides, that's very yeah. true. But um, Yeah. No, I know. I mean, the... Um, but sh- the yeah, but... Shit, I was going to say... Oh, what was I going to say? I totally lost it. There, there was, I was going to bring up a thing where... I don't know, whatever. I kind of lost it. Where, where, okay. where we showed something that had value, but... Oh, oh. Ding. I remember. Okay. Light bulb Light bulbs over me. Yeah. All over They're the place. Flying yeah. all over the place. The, cause the argument can be made about American sniper when that came out. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. incidents of attacks against Muslims and Arabs went up. Yeah. Do you not put the movie out because the possibility of a reaction of dumb people, or do you put it out because it has value for the majority of people that can handle seeing things like that? You know what I mean? That, that's, yeah. I think you put it out for the monetary value be honest but of course well and both might be doing that yeah yeah, yeah. because isis still has hostages they want money for those hostages oh they wait they'll wait a while to put to to kill people they kill people when they know they can't get millions of dollars in, re- in return or prisoners or something what happened know? to the two japanese fellows did they resolve that yet the first guy one of them got his head cut off uh-huh. yeah. and i'm not sure about the second guy i think there's some he's on deck still he's on deck or there's debate about whether he was killed, but yeah. he's next. You know, that has ISIS has anybody paid them for yes. hostages? And do they give them back? Yes, they do. Oh, they do. They okay. absolutely do. Ah, uh, see, see, that's the interesting thing. That kind of makes me not okay with the Jordanian government being like, "No, nah, we're not going to pay you." Oh, well, you can't a, play that okay, game. Okay, let's no, play. No, yeah, no, let's, no, no, you can't. Let's play I, this game. But can you play the game? Can but, you do that? Can't. Okay. But. Re- Here's the, yeah, let's weigh no, the risk reward, the, yeah, right? exactly. You get your guy back who's going to suffer unspeakable pain and, and travesty leading to his death. You know that. They're going to get killed. The flip side of it is if you give them money, you're giving ISIS money. <laughs> sure. Like uh, now you're giving them a bounty. They have millions, millions of dollars probably mm-hmm. already at this point. You could be looking in terms of $50 million. ISIS might actually control $50 million. Mm-hmm. And they're going to take that money and do it again. They can buy weapons. They can buy more cameras. They can do, you they know, can recruit what... people. They can pay people off. They become then the more money they have, they have a bank, whatever you're legitimizing them as a state. When they become sure. a legitimate state, sure. that's, a tremendous problem. You know what I would want to do if I was the leader of the country um, that they were contacting? Yeah. I would be like, let me have one conversation with the guy 
and I would talk to the hostage that they had, and I'd be like, look, man, what do you want to do? Like, I'll, I'll bail you out, you know, like, I'll come get you. Do you, or, or are you sitting down, and do you want to take the hit? And I promise you, I promise you, I'll kill as many of them as I can after you go. Yeah, I mean, I... I mean, I, that would be the conversation I would have. I'd be like, look, man, like, how are you feeling? Like, what do you want us to do? <laughs> right. Well, and the other... Yeah, I mean... Because sure, I but, have to believe... And then what if he says, no, let me go. Th- get me out of here. Then, then, sorry, then, sorry, dude, we're coming to get you. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. I know that's a dangerous game to play, but I have to believe when you verbalize it to them in that, in that context, like, do you want to take the hit maybe maybe some people would be like all right i'm, well, like 5%. I'm already captured um, let's just fucking do it i would assume 95 percent of people would, say, would be like please get me out of here, here. Yeah. yeah because you're not living in a good situation to begin with you know what i mean yeah, that's true. it's yeah i mean it's a very difficult situation it's it's something we that's come up in the united states we don't negotiate with terrorists even though we do yeah. but that's fine yeah. uh, iran contra things like that we do but you know what what yeah. do you do in the situation? It's almost an unwinnable situation. It has to it be, is an unwinnable. It has situation. to take place. The solution has to come from the Arab world. It has to be a mental thing. You have mm-hmm. to get rid of these shitty ideologies. Obama calls them bankrupt ideologies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the meantime, you have to just kind of play the cards you're dealt. You know, you can't give ISIS millions of dollars. You just can't. Um, because it's just going to further their cause. Yeah, just, so uh, let it'll be interesting to see what the reaction is from the Muslim world, yeah. from the Middle East. We'll see how people uh, respond to it. I'm interested to see what Jordan does. And this was what three days ago? Yeah, it's in the last couple of days. Tuesday, okay. I guess th- this took place. So, all right, uh, that was a good conversation. I wanted to get into that because it's an in- it's a you know it's kind of a no win situation. It's interesting, yeah. and we'll we'll end up seeing what the reaction is. The next thing, this is a lot lighter. I think the rest of the episode is going to be a lot lighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Joey. Do you have a Gamergate update? I do have a Gamergate update. That's exciting. It's been a couple of weeks since we've it had has a been a couple of weeks. Okay, great. I'm looking forward to that. So Joey's going to get to a Gamergate in a little while. Also, at the end of the episode, Fifty Shades of Grey, like we mentioned, it's a uh, oh, it's a filthy, nasty passage. <laughs> <laughs> Andy liked that one. Um, do we have a song at the end? I think we have two yeah, songs at the end, actually. Yeah, we do. Would you like to reveal your song first? Yeah, I'll reveal mine first because right. it's better. Um, it's, uh, sh- okay, Johnny Cash. I'm just going to take that one on the chin. I'm just yeah, yeah, <laughs> I appreciated that. Uh, Johnny Cash died a few years ago, as everybody knows. <coughs> Beheading? No. No. Okay. Oh, no, different guy. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that was, <Got> it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they went. Uh, his son is a musician and um, a, a producer more, but um, they went and uh, they went back into his tapes and to his collections, and uh, they found this song, which is, in my opinion. Probably my favorite Johnny Cash song ever, and I'm a huge fan. Oh wow! And it's yeah. so an unreleased song. Unreleased song. Oh, that's cool. It's called "She Used to Love Me a Lot." And um, if you've ever had a relationship fail where you were really believing in it, and you probably still take it to heart, like any time that person's mentioned, right? This song, like this song, is just like, oh, it, it hits it every single line. You're just like, yep. Yep. He's got it. Like <laughs> she she doesn't like me anymore. But like I thought she it, it's just like it's Yeah, it just yeah, hits it right where it, it just hits it. Where you feel uh, yeah, yeah, so it's called She Used to Love Me a Lot by Johnny Cash. Fantastic. All right. And you know, I, I came in today and I was like, Andy, I have a song that I like to play. And he's like, Well, I have a great one. So I said, you know what? Executive two. decision. We're gonna end the episode with two songs. Ah, two songs. So you listen to the podcast, <laughs> you get upset by the ISIS shit, and then you just chill out a little bit with two songs at the end. 
Uh, I don't know if you guys heard it yet. Uh, I don't think either one of you did. No. I don't know if people listening have heard it. Kanye not. West, Rihanna, and Paul McCartney uh, just put out a song called Four or Five Seconds, which I love. Mm-hmm. I, I listened to it the other night for the first time. Four or five seconds. Yeah. Like four, F-O-R, five seconds. Yeah, all one. Not three, like four, 25 or 624 nope. by Chicago. No, 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 not at all like that. It's four or five seconds. It's a great seconds. song, by the way. Okay, great I'm not song. familiar with it. Maybe I'll listen to it later. Uh, but anyway, so we're going to end with the Johnny Cash song, and we're going to end with this Kanye, Rihanna, and Paul McCartney song, which I really like. So stick around for that, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, all right, cool. So that's a little bit of uh, housekeeping. So the next one I brought, this is a weird one, and I figure it could literally and figuratively clean our palates uh, of this ISIS stuff. Coca-Cola mm-hmm. is getting into the milk game. Oh. Yeah, it yeah. sounds disgusting, right? It's called Milk-A-Cola. I mean, people are calling it Milk-A-Cola. It's not what it's called. <laughs> it's, What's it uh, called? It's called Fair Life Milk. Oh, okay. okay. Don't like it. And it's... Uh, not tr- not true, actually. My uncle works for Coke, and he's a very great uncle, so I support them. There you go. Maybe you're going to some go. F- uh, Fair Life Milk. Here's the weird thing about it. They are getting into this thing. They got into juice and stuff like yeah. that. They're calling this premiumized... Carbonated? No, it's not carbonated. Unfortunately, no. Not like all. That sport. would be interesting. I would try huh. carbonized, carbonated milk. Uh, just real quick, you played hockey growing up. You played sports, yes. yes. Sure did. Yes. Do you remember all sport? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How it was disgusting! How gross was that? Shit? I probably only had it like once or twice. I don't the, really remember. But. Uh, the camp, I, the hockey camp. You went to hockey camp yeah, in the yeah, summer, yeah. of course. I, they I would always went to rock and rollers camp, the New Jersey Ooh. rock and rollers. Really? Uh, yeah. I went to the Worcester Ice Cats camp. Hey, there you hey. go. Perfect. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Got uh, the ground. That's lunch. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, that shit was gross. Anyway. Uh, all right. So anyway, so Coca. So they're coming out with this milk. A gallon costs four dollars and sixty cents when a regular gallon costs mm-hmm. two eighteen. Yeah. Um, it'll be sold by Walmart. Target, Safeway, it'll contain 50% more protein, 50% less sugar. They think, they think it will, quote, make it rain money. That's a little quote. <laughs> and uh, they claim it will taste better than regular milk. So Lil John is the CEO of <laughs> Coca-Cola now? Yeah! Yeah, rain money. That was awful. It's just a weird, uh, it's a weird thing. Like what? For, they are probably going to make a fortune putting oh, out their own milk. Sure. But I don't believe them that it's going to have less sugar. Like what, what, what are they doing to this milk that's going to make it taste You better? know what it makes me feel like is the genetically modified cow. Like oh this, this is some horrific, horrific <laughs> cow they have locked in a dungeon somewhere that is just producing the super milk that will inadvertently give you HIV. Yeah, it, it How seems, big is this cow? It's exactly it's like, you know, cow it's like 185 udders. It's like a diesel cow that's just like, <laughs> it's milking itself. It's got ideas it's John, that only John drinks Coca-Cola. Yeah, only Coca-Cola. It's Hilarious. got ideas, which is a problem. Right. It's like when robots get ideas and emotions, it's a perfectly things sentient, go haywire. Super milking cow. Yep. Yeah, it's just weird. I, I don't know, man, but... Uh, yeah. They say it's good for farmers, it's going to be more organic and all this shit and blah, blah, blah. Don't believe it. But there's no no way that a big corporation is going to ethically make it rain money, right? How how is that possible? Those two ideas seemingly don't go together. Plus, you can just get like organic milk. It probably tastes fine. Well, and what writers do they have where they didn't make a play on milk money with that statement? Oh, sure. Whoa. Well, like, that was an offhand comment, but you're right. This just shows you the There's mentality. There's no writer in there? That's no. Like, they don't, no, well, milk a couple cola. of Jews who could have been like, could have had you hot. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, why not? Yeah, why not call it Milk-A-Cola also? Yeah. Joe, you got, you got any fucking thoughts about this This Coca-Cola milk? It's I, not really a no story. I have no idea what I just, doing. Uh, yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. It's uh, just, with, I just feel like with all the lore around Coca-Cola of yeah. like, 
you know, it can dissolve a nail if you leave it in there for two days and this and that. And people are always putting these videos up on YouTube of these horrific things Coke do. I love it. My favorite soda. Don't really drink yeah, soda. Yeah, I'm not a big soda guy. Don't drink soda anymore. But today when I got that really upsetting Reuben sandwich, <laughs> I got a Coke with it. What a disappointment it. Andy the had Coke earlier turned today. things around. Have you tried the new... I, I actually did actually get a Coke Life, the new one they have, where it's like stevia oh, sweet in the cane don't sugar. know about that. Mm-hmm. I don't drink Coke normally. I think it tastes like Coke. It tastes pretty good. Yeah, it's got the green label. Mm-hmm. Uh, Molly, my girlfriend, she drinks Diet Coke. She didn't like it at all. She didn't like yeah. the aftertaste, whatever. But I don't like Diet Coke. Can't drink it. I don't, I don't like soda at all. I got a no, water no, no. Yeah, yeah, Polar Seltzer. Water, yeah, I'd love to get a Polar Seltzer. Oh, you would. You ju- yeah. Okay. Chris I, brings in Polar Seltzer every, every day that I'm day. here. I drink a bottle a day. Joey drinks a lot of water. Yes, I do. How about this? 2015 Coca Cola is just gonna go into a whole new health market. Well, it, that's because the, the money's got to be there. That's what's interesting. It's the same thing that's kind of going on with medical marijuana. You got these huge corporations yeah. that are coming in. They're trying to tar- like corner the market before small business coca-cola is great at cornering markets right that's well, been yeah. their that's been their well that's game. what i mean so what are they trying to do they're trying to corner health drinks now the same way yeah uh exxon is trying to control fracking and trying to control solar panels and stuff like that because they're just trying to stay ahead of the game mm-hmm. ha- like we've been talking about with mcdonald's great segue we're going to make it to nice. that they're trying to change their image up be yeah. more healthy well mcdonald's joey you've been up their ass yes for two i weeks, have been. Uh, or more they debuted a commercial during the super bowl Uh, a novel concept that I think we should just talk about because we've been hammering uh, McDonald's lately. Let's play this McDonald's commercial that aired during the Super Bowl, and then we'll talk about it for a second. Pause. There we go. Welcome to McDonald's. How can I help you? Two hash browns and a small coffee. Starting February 2nd, we will be randomly accepting a new form of payment. Uh Uh-oh. Dial up your mom. Tell your lover. Excuse me? Hey, Mom. Just wanted to let you know that I love you. Yeah, exactly, sir. Yes. It's going to be $6. That man's mother is clearly dead. He is 60 fucking <laughs> yeah. 75 years old. Sir, if you just call your mom and tell her you love her, we will give you this Big Mac for free. Uh, well, my mom has Alzheimer's and she Doesn't has a very hard time. Know who I am, who McDonald's is. It, it will scare she her. Give a fuck. This is how much it is. Boom. Your payment today will be telling me what you love about your son. I love his big dick. Ah, (laughs) incest. (laughs) Not a good thing. Loving it. Oh, Oh, they're dancing. That strawberry sundae's waiting on you. Oh, he he raised the roof. Look at this. Look at this unrealistic scenario. Through February 14th, they will be randomly selected customers to pay with loving. Ah, uh, it's one big family hug they're going to pay with. All right. Suck it, McDonald's. Right. Joey, uh, go. Quick statement. <laughs> I just want to point out that they spent $4 million to air that in the Super Bowl. They actually, nope. 30 nope, nope. seconds is $4.5 million. That oh, was four a, and a half. That's a one-minute ad. Oh, so they shit. They spent $9, $9 million. Million. Okay. So for the record, they spent $9 million. If it were up to me, what I would have done was had $9 million and give lunch to the children that needed it from McDonald's, and it would be healthy, and make an article saying, instead of spending $9 million... On a TV spot, this is what we did, and this is how we're fixing it. Oh, Joey Noe is putting McDonald's on the cross and 
crucifying them. Unbelievable. He's just nailing them. And he just baptized us with some water. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I was doing a nailing motion, holding my water bottle cap. <laughs> it's fine. You blessed everybody. Yeah, thank great. you. Well, it's fine. So, Joey, so obviously you, you don't like this. No, you this, this is, is ridiculous. You're right. Donate the money. Pay your workers yes. more. Maybe people yes. won't hate you. Right? And yeah, and just for the record, how many happy McDonald's employees have you ever run across? Actually, no, the one in my town. And I know that kid was giving me shit anyway. for eating McDonald's all the time. Right. <laughs> like, fuck Oh, yeah, you, yeah. There's a, yeah. <laughs> There's a guy that always comments who I, I feel like he's he like, like us. Just, he no, no, no. I think he just doesn't like me. I oh. think that's what it is. I think he likes right. you guys. Okay, but anyway, well. yeah, like, just stop listening, dude. Whatever. Like, I <laughs> no, work no, fucking no. all Keep listening. Thing. You can negatively comment about Andy. It's fine. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do have a very nice back and forth with the guy who works at the McDonald's because he works there at 3.30 in the morning. I'm there at 3.30 in the yeah. morning. We have a very nice thing. He recognizes me over the voice thing. It's very nice. Well, maybe I'll let you give him a hand job for some McNuggets. <laughs> maybe <laughs> he will. <laughs> that will be perfect. Joe, do you have any, nice. any thoughts about other things? Because they put out fists bumps hugs dances calling your mom you got any thoughts about how they could spice this up a little bit some acts of loving that you could perform at mcdonald's to get a free burger no it's just uh again just pay the workers more money there's different things you could do uh also i i read online that uh this actually backfired in some places because some people aren't close with the families. Yeah, of course. Like if sure. someone told me, call your dad. Well, he's dead, so thanks. Right. Right. So, and like the, that old man we pointed You at. should yeah. be like, you know what killed him? Big Macs. Big Macs. Um, yeah, no, right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, it's it's just, it's bullshit, McDonald's. That's, that's the biggest thing here. It's like, dude, whenever you're in a restaurant or whatever, it, you smell bullshit yeah. so quickly. And it's just with anything. Well, it's corporate and bullshit. Something like Stop that. with it's the like, corporations. Dude, it's like just stop. But that's it's why like I want when to... you watch these terrible reality TV shows with the horrible acting and like, oh, <laughs> you guys are suddenly thrust into this crazy situation. Right. It's that's so fake it makes your skin crawl. Right, like Claire Kardashian, like, where's my slipper? And they're like, well, the gardener's outside mowing the lawn. She's like, wait, I was out there in my slipper. Maybe it got lawn mowed. Shut up. <laughs> these fake scenarios. Her ass is the real MVP. There are all of them. I like. I like all the Kardashians. But, Again, I'm on board. Oh, I actually uh, did. Never mind. Kim Kardashian's Instagram. We'll talk about it later. Oh, I know what you're it's talking. It's awesome. About. The picture with her and her baby. Oh no! No, no, it was very nice. What happened? Oh, okay. All she right. just posted a picture of her and her kid, and she was like, "I don't know if it's like my three million kisses a day that makes her upset." And oh, I, I was saw just that. like, yeah, yeah, that's why we love Kim Kardashian. Aww. Yeah, and the one with her in the little skunk outfit and shit. Like, it's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, she said like a little you. stinker. Yeah, yeah, it's adorable, right? Yeah, it's Going adorable. to show Daddy the costume. I know what you're talking about, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. No, look, people that don't like Kim Kardashian, get off it. She's she's given us great pictures of her ass and boobs. She's very pretty. She's married to one of the best musicians alive. She's got a cute kid. She's making money doing what she wants. Just shut up and leave her alone. She did that get paper magazine. Get Taylor Swift. Right. <laughs> she did that paper magazine spread for all of these dudes like us. Absolutely. That yeah. was for all of us. She went full nude front and back for all of us. Shut the fuck up and just enjoy it. <laughs> I agree. Okay. Thank you. Well, okay. So that's a good little wrap up. McDonald's, yeah. you're, you're really fucking up. And Joey's going to stay on your ass about Unbelievable. it. Um, I'm basically out of topics unless. All right. Look, we're at like 45 minutes. Five minutes. Let's get into the Anderson Silva thing really quickly, okay. and then we'll yeah, get yeah, to the rest of the episode yeah. because we did get a request from Emily. Thank you, Emily, for no, tweeting. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Emily. She wanted us to talk about uh, the Anderson Silva thing. For those of you that don't know, we talked about it last week. I guess Anderson Silva was fighting Nick Diaz. This is Anderson Silva's return after he broke his leg brutally mm -hmm. uh, about a year ago. Bru two years. One year for Anderson, two years for Nick Diaz. He hadn't fought. No. 
Yeah, it's been about 13 months since Anderson. No, 13, oh, 14 oh, months. Okay. 13, but anyway, so months, yeah. uh, Anderson Silva won a five-round decision. It wasn't a, an overwhelming performance. He looked good. But a good. great fight. Yeah, great fight. He looked good. Nick Diaz stood mm-hmm. in there. So whatever. It was a good fight. How happy were you when Nick Diaz laid down? Phenomenal. Uh, a lot of trash wonderful. talking. Wonderful. But that's what he does. Talking. But he didn't. The thing I loved about it the most, there was no trash talk leading up to that fight. No, there no. was nothing but respect, yeah. which was so odd for Nick Diaz. But you have to know he he knew he was going in fighting the greatest fighter in the world. He didn't want to look stupid, I'm guessing. No, absolutely. He was showing respect, oh. and he did a, did a great job. What? One quick thing that I was actually touched by and I, I can't believe it, was when Silva was giving his after speech. and His he talked, kids? Yeah, his kids, yeah. About, about the kid talking to him and go, you have to stop. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that well, has to be... Well, we'll get into it. We'll come back, we'll come back to that. Yeah, Anderson okay. Silva, so now after the fight, Anderson's very emotionally breaks down the ring. He's sobbing. It's a really beautiful moment. It, it, it's just it great really, to see this guy it come It really back. was. Yeah. Find out two days later, uh, well, right, and after... The fight, they were asking, you know, what's next for you? And he goes, mm-hmm. my kids, they cry. They say, don't fight anymore. We don't want you to fight. Mm-hmm. P.S. I love when he speaks in English. I love it. Yeah, yeah he's it's Brazilian. Great. Oh, so I love Anderson great. Silva. I like, love the It's guy. so great. It's very, very cool. So, so anyway, yeah, he's saying, so his future's up in the air. Also, interestingly, after the fight, John Jones, who's another guy we talked about, he got busted for cocaine a couple of months ago or he failed a drug test. Mm-hmm. There was a whole brouhaha. Anderson jumps out of the well, ring. Well, after the Daniel Cormier yeah. fight. Yeah. Anderson jumps out of the ring, goes How and embraces know. John Jones. A very weird moment where they both had their hands on each other's ears. Like they put like their they were, hand, foreheads to yeah, each other. Yeah, like you know? foreheads to each other, grabbing each, the side of each other's heads. And I didn't know they really had a, a relationship. Well, it's interesting because now the windup is – because Anderson defended John Jones because everybody makes mm-hmm. mistakes. We find out Anderson Silva's tested positive for two different types of steroids, Dristanolone and Androstane or something, Okay, which is re- – it was really heartbreaking for me when I found out because I really love this guy. And it is going to hurt his, his, uh, his legacy. I mean, it tarnishes it a little bit. We're, we'll see. He has a hearing, and then he's going to get retested yeah. and all this stuff. I think it's pretty clear he probably did do steroids. There's nothing you could do about that. So it's interesting because maybe he knew that's why he was defending John Jones for the cocaine thing. Oh. Like everybody makes mistakes. Oh, that okay. That's a good point. Uh, so we can get into that in a second. Nick Diaz also, he tested positive for weed. Which he does after which every, he does after okay. every fight. So that's not a problem. That's not a performance enhancer. It's ridiculous if he gets suspended. Yeah, no. So, he, so he, he won't because he tests positive after every fight. He was an in-competition drug he, he test. Didn't, though, so. And he was saying in his interviews to the lead-up, he was like, I'm doing this fight. I don't know if I'll come back. I don't want to climb that fucking... Yeah ranking system again i'm I'm nick diaz it is what it is he has his gym he has his camp he can make money he's made a nice life for himself already he's doing fine yeah do you think he was using steroids to heal quicker so something like that or yes possibly that's what i that's what i brought however you get a you get special um you get a doctor's note yeah you essentially you get a doctor's note for the commission he didn't do that as far as i know and, you know, I mean, to me, the way that I read it, he's coming back in his mind maybe for one more fight. He he's got to help. He's got to overcome the, the hurdle of mentally not being able to use his leg and all that stuff. His kids, you find out, don't want him to fight. Yeah. I think he probably will fight again. Uh, but he wants to come in in prime physical condition. you got to figure he wasn't really training until about six months ago. This builds up your muscle quickly. And I'm not Is- making an excuse for him. I feel very bad for him, but... Isn't it so funny, though, that, um, and I think part of the lore about Anderson Silva 
is he never comes in looking in prime physical condition. He looks like he ne- like just not, like, not in prime, but no, not an, an imposing guy. He's like yeah. a no, dude, like he's know? never he's never jacked. He's ne- he never has abs or anything. No. He he never looks especially big. He never looks cut, right. which almost every other fighter comes in there like you're looking like l- yeah. yeah, like when you're going for a fight, like you're in like prime physical condition. Like sure. you're like everything about you is just to the mm-hmm. to the nines, to the tens. And he always comes in just looking like a regular dude. And the funny thing is, is you see a lot of their training videos coming up. The man trains on the beach in Brazil. Yeah. You yeah. saw all that, right? He's yeah. hitting pads on the beach. Yeah. And it's just so funny to watch this guy who is such a natural athlete. And pro- again, probably the most gifted mixed martial arts fighter the world has ever seen. Yes. You would agree. Yeah, yes? yeah I totally yeah, agree. Like, yeah. like Maybe far, now until John Jones, but right. But sure, yeah. John Jones... Yeah, but, but whatever. He's not, but he's, there, it's not yet. The same he's not there yet. No, it's not the same thing. And uh, it's just always so amazing to me that he comes in kind of just like looking like he's just Anderson Silva, yeah. and <laughs> then he puts that one on the button, and that's it. And his striking is is obviously so advanced that it a lot of his knockouts doesn't look like he hits people hard. No, it's just where he puts it. Yes. Yeah. and he fucking telegraphs it every single time and the second that kick hits or that punch hits that's it that and is his greatest strength i think being able to pinpoint a shot and he doesn't just, waste yeah. shots he, he throws a shot it's gonna hit you and he's gonna put it where he wants to he's lethal that way and you have no no say in the matter no so and he did he beat up nick diaz i mean yeah it went he five he was bleeding he, he cut him up and well, you know he, he, yeah he, he welted him up he and uh yeah which, and, like we but talked about, Diaz was right. hanging in the pocket, yep. and just they were banging with each other like all day. And right. the thing I did like, I liked in the first round, Anderson was giving kicks off that broken leg. Oh, amazing! Yeah. Which was like the and I remember specifically the first one where he did it, and I was <sighs> like. Uh, he whipped yeah. it out there with the left leg, and, I mean, he nailed yeah. six, seven, eight, even kicks. Yeah, I mean, he was big shots, fighting freely. To me, legacy-wise, let's see what happens when he gets the the hearing. I think yeah. it's coming up mid-February. Nick Diaz has one also for pot. It's no, that, that doesn't count. Yeah, it's absurd. Well, and it's after every fight, too. Yeah, he so tests positive sense. literally every fight. Right. Because <laughs> he smokes right before he fights. He must be. He, right? No, no, no. no. That's, he's admitted it. Oh. The thing is, because they, they test you twice... He doesn't ever get caught for the first test. He gets caught for the test after because, and I'm not making this up. People think I, people think this is exaggerated. He smokes a blunt, not anything else. Smokes a blunt before his fights, which is amazing yeah. because they, the guy's a cardio. They gotta do it right. Yeah, about, the yeah. guy does uh, marathons and Ironmans like it's his fucking job. Right. Like, um, so anyways, just a little. The, I'm glad we touched on this. Uh, mm-hmm. It was requested, uh, and I wanted to talk about it, so it gave, gave us a reason to do it. And he's bad with the nunchucks. Uh, we'll see what happens with Anderson. He, um, you know, to me, it doesn't really tarnish his legacy only because of the horrific leg injury. Y- yeah. You're willing to maybe give him a pass on one. And he maintains. He had a statement out. He said, I didn't do steroids. So eh, we'll see what uh, happens. So uh, he did probably, but that's not the statement I would make. I wouldn't say I didn't do it because if it's in your system, it's in your system. I, I agree. That, right. That, so, what it is. but anyway, yeah. let's see what happens. And, uh, that's, that's the story, but it was great to see Anderson at least come back and fight. And it was really, um, it was touching to watch him break down at the end of the fight. Cause you could really see the weight of the world. Yeah. Lifted off him. This is what he loves to do. And he, he came back and he did it. So. Uh, one more thing, just before we end it, um, you said you both mentioned his kids asking him not to mm-hmm. fight again. Uh, yeah. Me and Chris actually talked about this beforehand. Um, that's actually, that's a very, very common thing 
even if hmm. a fighter is in the prime of his career, oftentimes, and this was, I forget, somebody said it on the post-fight show, one of the, uh, I think it was, it was either Cormier or uh, Bisbing who said it because they were doing the, whatever. They said almost every fighter gets asked by their family to stop doing it. after every fight to just please let this be the last one. Huh. Because yeah. it is, it is a, and like, again, did you ever do it? No, I've no, never no, no, no. But it is. It's a. It's not horrific, but it's a very hard physically thing demanding, right? yeah. for your family to go in there. And even if you win the fight, you're gonna get beat up unless it's like a thirty second knockout. Yeah. You're gonna get beat up, and it's very hard. If you've ever watched your friend get in a fight and get his ass kicked, it's very hard to watch a family member, especially, go in there and get hurt by yeah. somebody else, and to to have this be their job. So. When people were saying his kids asked him not to fight, I, I just wanted to mention that that might not necessarily weigh as much on him as it as you would think it would. Right. Like, okay. yeah, no, I hear yeah. you. Right, it's like that, thing, but... it's probably come up. I'm guaranteeing it's come up more than a few times. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Um, all right. So that's a little bit of a wrap up on that. Uh, we'll see. You know, we'll follow up on that once the hearings take place and all that stuff. Now, uh, Andy, did you have something? Sp- like that you wanted to get into or uh, do you care? No, like, no, no. We can we Alright, because we're want. on a little bit of a time crunch. We got Race Wars coming in at five thirty. They're about to record. Race Wars, we back. <laughs> Sherrod mm-hmm. Small, Kurt Metzger, Caitlin Bailey, Karen, I don't know her last name, but that's fine. They're all together. How about that uh, K beat uh that picture I sent you last night. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh in any event, so Joey this is kind of your thing now. You have a Gamergate update. Yes, I have a Gamergate And then we're going to close with the Fifty Shades of Grey thing. So, Joey, I throw right. it to you. So, earlier on in January, about like the 10th or something, Dateline did an expose on Gamergate. Okay. Okay. However, of course, it failed to go into any details about the real issues about censorship, Zoe Quinn, Nathan, and uh, 4Channel, and all this stuff. What it basically was was an eight-minute video about Annette Hazing and her agenda as a feminist. Right. And the death threats that have been made against her and whatever it may be. Some interesting facts that were in the video, though, is do you know how much money the video game industry makes? Uh, yeah, no. Well, it's got to be billions. Yes, right? it is. $6.8 billion. $21 billion dollars okay. it is more than movies and music combined really wow. yes that Never is why that. yeah that's that is why gamergate is well, such I a big globally, issue right yes the japanese and all the you know asia that's why they it's such it. a big issue because we're talking about so billions of dollars right so now they threw out this statistic what do you think is the percentage of adult women who play video games is 40 percent close under 36. Yes, exactly 36%. Now, what do you think? Son of a bitch. How about that? Now, here's the interesting thing. How about teenage boys? Anybody want to take a guess? 80%. No. This is the thing that was shocking. 17%. Whoa. Wait. Yeah. How could that be true? Yeah. That can't be right. These are the numbers. 17% of teenage boys. We're talking 13 to 19. No, 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 no. Of, Of everyone who plays video games. 17% 17% is teenage boys. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh, okay. But but that seems Oh, uh, Oh, I okay. So but, but right, but like men 21 to 40, yes. They're making up the huge percentage. Well, yeah, well because what well, they would be like 60 something. Right. Okay. See, okay, I get it. Yeah. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. but at the end, half of the, the video games are being played by women. So Well, no, that's not true. The third, almost, you know, a little more than a third are being played by women. 
Well, you have 36 adult women, and then you have to factor in what the female children are and all that. Oh, okay. So, okay, a good 40%. All right, say 40%. Yeah. Good 40% is women. So they're claiming that this is not only a feminist issue, but uh, it's a it's about money. Right. Well, but here's the thing. If you got 40% of uh, 40% of people that play video games are women, mm-hmm. clearly they don't have much of an issue with the video game industry. No, mm-hmm. apparently not. Because if you're getting almost half, which is way more than you would think, then clearly they don't care uh, yeah. about the treatment of women in that industry, right? Yes. Now, an interesting thing that she said was that, that uh, she believes, Annette, believes that games have a huge impact on society. I, I don't agree with that. I don't really. agree with that. Mm. That's the same argument when Columbine happens. They blame GTA. It's like, is, yeah, is it GTA? Yeah, yeah. No. Is it maybe it's antidepressants and the fact that these kids are hopeless? I don't know. Right. So uh, as with this uh, expose, after it was posted on YouTube, it turns out that a lot of the Game of Gates were making comments and then people were making comments. Turns out that I've never heard this before, but apparently there was this thing known as shadowing or ghost banning okay. where YouTube kind of lets you think that you posted something but you really didn't you mm. see it as a comment but nobody else sees it interesting mm. that's fucked up that's fucked up i hope they're not doing that to us with the content we post i definitely hope seems not. like we're getting all those comments and i firmly appreciate everything happening on soundcloud thanks guys that was a collective high five it was pretty uh pretty gay all right and then just the last bit that uh <laughs> nothing wrong with that but we're just all two straight men and questionable <laughs> over here yeah all right and to wrap up, it turns out that uh, about two days ago, this guy who calls himself the Gamergate Villagianta. How do you say it? Vill- I don't know what word that is. Vigilante. Vigilante. Oh, thank you. Vigilante. Thank you. His name's Jace Connors, okay? Yeah. He's known on YouTube as Park Hour Dude 91. Okay. He claims to be a Marine and a Navy SEAL. All right? Yeah, I'm listening. There's tons of pictures. With him, with guns and knives, but no Bibles. Anyway, he posted what, what was a that? video. What was the point of that? Yeah, it was a joke. You said it like us, like we were. It was ready. supposed to be a joke. Oh, but okay. you were acting like you, that you, was going to hit. Uh, okay, I thought it was going to hit. You, you know, so kind of like Obama, seen, guys all, and guns. Yeah, and we've okay. all seen comics. Oh strategy. yeah, yeah, that was a great reference from two thousand eight. Okay, Continue. so okay, so I bombed. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Joe's booing. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it turns out that he crashed his car and he claimed that he was on his way to have a street race for Brianna Wu, who got a new oh. motorcycle. Brianna Wu's back in the cut. And that she had a sniper. So if you want, there's a video of him screaming. I'd like to get her on the show. What is happening? Yeah, I don't know. You know what's weird? It's funny. I hear him talking. I'm not really paying attention. <laughs> okay. So, so virtually, this, this is not guy a Gamergate a, update. You're just talking about a guy that's doing a street race race with Brianna Wu. I don't understand. Well, he claims to be the Gamergate villain. Well, what is that? Yeah, the villain. He, he's a he's a weird guy. He's a weird guy who's trying to m- make some money off this right, Gamergate. This wasn't a good update. No, 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 no. I have questions. <laughs> okay, now. he Andy has questions. Takes okay, good. So, <laughs> we got like so ten this, minutes probably this, here. This fellow, <laughs> yes. Challenged Brianna Wu to a street race? Yes. Because he didn't care for her? Yes. Okay. And he's on his way up to Boston, and apparently he flipped. Right, because that's where they live. Yes. Okay, what kind of car is he in? Is that mentioned? No. It is, but I really wasn't paying attention. It's a shit car. So he's driving up to Boston from where? 
doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. To street race Brianna Wu to like settle the Does beef. Does she know yes. that? Does she know this is happening? Uh, apparently not, but there's a whole bunch of Twitter conversations between both of them. Okay. And she's calling for the cops to get involved. You well, said yes, and you said sniper somewhere in there. Yes. Where what happened? <laughs> there? Uh, you wow, you were really listening. I heard <laughs> No, none those of were it. the keys that I, I heard got. nothing. I swear I heard He's nothing. He's claiming And I asked for this. <laughs> he did ask for this. He's claiming that they agreed to a street race, and Brianna Rue had a sniper somewhere that took out his tire. That's why he flipped the car. <laughs> I really don't think that's true. He flipped his car. Yes. Is he dead? No, he's alive. Okay. I I don't understand this whole situation. Still, it's been this is the seventeenth episode we're doing. Yes. I don't get Gamergate at all. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a, a thing, if it's a person. I don't know why it keeps going. A, I don't get it. Just, just know it involves $21 billion. That's all you have to know. Well, it doesn't, though. I mean, it does technically, I guess. Okay. Well, all right. So that was a Gamergate update. I mean, if any, <laughs> here's what I'm going to say to the Samsonites people that are listening. <laughs> if you have not insight, if you have an article or something, <laughs> or you are somebody involved in Gamergate, get just send me an email. Let me know. What happened to Brianna Wu? All right, yeah, I mean, it's she been a while. No. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. we were trying. Stina Remo, a Wonderful great listener. Fan. Yeah, fan yeah, of the show. You. Hasn't been around so much. Yeah, what's going on? Weeks. Send me a tweet. She's had like a SoundCloud issue, I guess, because she posted that picture of like, they're taunting me with these new releases. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know what the deal is. SoundCloud's free. I don't know. I don't know. Well, did you right. see that picture? No, though? I didn't. I guess right. I missed that. She sent us a picture of like it was like our like I guess SoundCloud sent her a message to her phone like you haven't been listening in a oh, while. Oh no no no! I did. Yeah, I did see. It that was actually. like guys, yeah. we fucked our podcast yeah, 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 and somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. So I don't I don't know what the deal is with that. But anyway, Stina Remo was got in touch with Brianna Wu saying that we would like to talk to somebody from Gamergate and blah blah blah. Brianna Wu did email me back. And she was like, what's the deal with the show? And I said, oh, thank you so much for getting in touch with me. Went back and forth. Said, you know, this is how many listens we get and all this crap. And she was like, yeah, I'm willing to do it. I said, okay, great. Emailed her again Mm -hmm. next day being like, we record Thursday. Would you like to do it? Nothing. Didn't hear anything. No response. We speculate that maybe we weren't nice to her on the episode where we talked about her. I don't think it was that big a deal. Yeah, I don't think her dog was that big of a deal. You think, why? Because we talked about her, her, her looks. Yes. That's what you're speculating. Well, look, I apologize then if you're listening, you're not. But I would love to have a conversation with somebody, especially about this drag race sniper situation, (laughs) because I'm completely in the dark about it. So Yeah, and like, oh, believe me, if I had like four beers and six fireball doubles, oh, it'd be in the conversation. (laughs) What? (laughs) That you'd bang her? What are you saying? Like her being a all right, fair enough. So that's a little bit of incentive. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're like an hour 10 in. Uh, we probably should wrap up in a little bit. Just a reminder, we are going to end the episode with two songs. Andy has a Johnny Cash one. I brought a Kanye, uh, Rihanna, Paul McCartney one that I really enjoy. Um, you're going to do Fifty Shades of Grey in yes, a second. Guys, listen to me. Okay, this is crucial. SoundCloud.com slash Mandatory Samson. You go on, you subscribe, you leave comments. We get ad revenue. That's how it works. It's wonderful. It's a great process. We love doing the show. And uh, if you listen on SoundCloud, it really helps us out. On top of that, you can now go to DailyMotion.com and you can find video clips of us. We will be live streaming. We thought it was going to happen today. It just didn't work out. We're going to be doing it in the next couple of weeks. It'll be up. But you can go on DailyMotion.com. Check out clips from the show. You can see our faces get into 
the conversation get animated. You can see Joey start to sweat when he reads the Fifty Shades of Grey excerpts. Okay. <laughs> uh, also, go on iTunes. I don't really care because I don't. It's fine. If you want to listen on iTunes, that's fine. SoundCloud, Daily Motion, those are good places to go. Our Twitters. I'm at Man Samp. Andy across the table. Oh. Uh, at a <laughs> underscore. <laughs> Caught him off guard there. He's a bit swallow. Yeah, that's it. Joey. And Don't. I'm Joey from Josie with a Z. Jersey with a Z. Jersey. Not Joey. Uh, then you can also email us, <laughs> mandatorysamps at gmail.com. And I'm at Man Samp on Snapchat. I love all the... Uh, Snaps. Oh, I'm going to make a Snapchat. You actually. should, dude. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. It's really cool to Shits see little... Shits and tits, bro. <laughs> Just for the record, I do have one at Joey from Jersey, so you can add me on that as well. Oh, wonderful. Okay. So that's about it. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. We're going to be back next week. Uh, I'll tweet out a link, I guess, to if we're doing the live stream, or I'll put it in the description on SoundCloud. Yeah, we'll tweet out the link if we're going to do it that day. And uh, But yeah, in the meantime, you can check out clips on Daily Motion. You can see what we look like. Yeah, absolutely. And that that <clears throat> will come out basically the same day that we record, mm-hmm. although it'll probably be coming out about the same time when the episode comes out. Every Thursday at midnight, but don't worry about it. Alright, so again, we're going to end with two songs. Joey, I'm throwing it to you okay. for a dramatic reading from Fifty Shades of Grey. <clears throat> No one to heal you, baby, just me. And he hits me again and again from somewhere deep inside. I want to beg him to stop, but I don't. I don't want to give him the satisfaction. He continues the unrenting rhyme. I cry out six more times. <laughs> Unrelenting rhythm. <laughs> Eighteen slaps in total. My body is sighing. Singing. Singing. Singing from his merciless assault. Enough. He breathes hoarsely. We're done. Anastasia. Anastasia. Now I'm going to fuck you. Whoa. <laughs> Go ahead. I was. I'm sorry. I was scrolling for Joe. Go ahead. He kill. He caresses my behind gently, and it burns as he strokes me around and around and down. Suddenly, he inserts two fingers inside me, taking me completely by surprise. I gasp. This new assault breaking through the numbness around my brain. Feel this. See how much your body likes this. Damn it. I, I lost where you were. I apologize. Anastasia, you're soaking just for me. Oh, there you go. There was an awe in his voice. He moves his fingers in and out in quick succession. I groan, naturally not, and his fingers are gone, and I'm left wanting. Oh, my God. Next Ooh, time, I will get you to pinker. count. Oh. Now, where's that condom? He reaches beside him for the condom and lifts me gently, pushing me face down onto the bed. I hear the sound of a zipper and the rip off the foil. He drags my sweatpants off, and he guides me into a kneeling position, gently caressing my now very sore behind. I'm going to take you now. You can come here. Murmurs. Murmurs. What? Like I have a choice? Ah. And he's inside me, quickly filling me. I moan loudly. (coughs) He moves, pounding into me, a fast, intense pace against my sore behind. The feeling is beyond exquisite, raw, and debasing and mind-blowing. My senses are ravaged, disconnected, solely connecting, concentrating on what he's doing to me. Now he's making me feel that familiar pull deep in my belly, tightening, quickening. No. And my traitorous traitorous body explodes in an intense body shadow orgasm. Oh, Anna. He cries out loudly as he finds his release, holding me in place as he pours himself into me. He collapses, panting hard beside me, and he pours me on top of him. 
and buries his face in my hair, holding me close. Oh, baby, he breathes. Welcome to my world. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's, yeah, Joey, great job with that. I mean, that really, uh, that turned me on. I'm not going to lie. God, you can't write. No, it's horrible. <laughs> it's so, I can't, yeah. I almost can't get past it. The poor writing? No, of course. Yeah, like it's hard. And just, uh. Or soft, as the case may be. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, no, it's not great writing. It's and great I reading. Right. I wasn't sure if he was going vag or anal there. You're talking when he inserted himself when he went into the her. fingers. I'm, ta- yeah. I'm thinking he went vagina. Two fingers in an ass would be a lot. Yeah, but her ass is sore. He's smacking her. Yeah, but he's smacking her ass. He's not smacking her ass whole. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. That's chapter 26 of Shades of Grey. All right, Joey, very well done. Thank, Thank you. you. Did you enjoy reading that? Yes, I did. Okay. I'll, uh, so I think we only have like one or two weeks left till the movie comes out. It comes out Valentine's Day. I, Who's I, in the movie? Uh, I don't know their names, but... It's like no, there's nobody famous. No, wait, no, it's the one guy They're, from the Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, I don't, no, 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 no. He it's got not taken him out of because it. Oh, it's not him. him. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I guess... Huh? It's Smalls from the it's Sandlot. It's not It can't be Smalls from the Sandlot. Sandlot. All right, well. No, 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 no. <laughs> but listen, no, they, and that's what I said, because I guess Charlie it was Hunem gonna, or whatever his name was is, I guess him. he's gay in real life. I don't know. I didn't know that either, and I was like, well, why can't he do the movie? He's an actor. And my then girlfriend at the time was like, no, you can't, because I've never read the fucking book. She no. was like, no, you can't do this and be gay. I was like... MPH could do it. Patrick Harris does it. MPH could do it. Like a lot of gay. Do you know how many gay actors there are? Yeah. Like what? He's not gonna have a real boner. Like he's not putting a real fucking boner in the chick. Like in the movie. So I don't know, man. I I didn't get it. I thought like that guy. Like that's dude. Women love him. Why would you not put him in the movie? Yeah, that's the impression I was under. Well, in any event, oh yeah, today's the fifth. So the movie comes out uh, next week. So you'll mm-hmm. be doing one more installment of this, and I guess maybe we'll watch the trailer or something. We'll okay. A little wrap-up on Fifty Shades of Grey, because I think this has been one of our uh, best segments so far. People love it. Um, all right, guys. We love you, and thank you for listening, and we love doing the show. So we're going to continue doing it. Thank you to Joe Harari for producing this thank episode. You, we appreciate it. If you don't like the camera angles, talk to him about it. It's not my problem. I didn't <laughs> do it. Uh, all right. So this was a great episode. <laughs> if you want Chris to have his own camera. Please tweet us. <laughs> yes, please, please weigh in. I think he's <laughs> not happy about yeah, it. He's there very should upset. be a uh, close-up on this uh, beautiful face. All you right, are so, very handsome. Thanks, baby. So are you. <laughs> Joey, you're looking terrific. Oh, thank you. Uh, all right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Comment, subscribe, do all that jazz that we mentioned, and we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>